Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Sneaker History Podcast, where we dive into the people, stories, and iconic moments that have helped make sneakers a global phenomenon. If you've ever told someone that you like their kicks, then you're in the right place. Before we lace up this episode, here's a little teaser for you. Stick around to the end of each episode for the last shot question. It's a chance to test your sneaker knowledge and engage with our community. I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com slash newsletter for a weekly deep dive into the biggest topics in the sneaker business. All right, now that the business is taken care of, grab your favorite pair of kicks and let's get started with the episode. Jordan trying to shake off starts. Oh, what a What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Sneaker History Podcast. I'm Robbie Falke. He's Mike Guillory. And we're here to give you guys some good old basketball fun like Steve Nash and Amari Stoudemire. How you doing, man? Yo, man, I'm doing good. I have no complaints on this side. How you doing? I'm good. Are, are we going to do... Like the Jumanji um, reboot type deal where I'm Amare and you're Steve Nash, or am I Steve Nash? <laughs> <laughs> I like it either way. We can do it either way. Give the people what they want. What, what do y'all like? I think, I mean, yeah, I'd be happy with either one. I was like, who would, who would I rather be? Yeah, cool. And I'm like, Steve Nash obviously has the, you know, more hardware, but God damn it. Amari was fun to watch. Like, I really, really enjoyed watching Amare in his prime. Oh yeah, dude, he was good. And I just, I think I had to go Steve Nash because I just love the, the finesse and just the moves he had in his arsenal. Like the guy could get through any defense pretty much, and it was always just like fun to watch him. Just how his mind just moved in the court. If he would have been born ten years later, he would have had an even better career. That's the way the NBA is set up now, but things oh, change. Yeah. We now have LeBron playing in Disneyland in a bubble, so we keep it moving. Um, much like the NBA, Nick's not here today, so we're going to keep it moving without him. Um, we hope everything's good with him. But today we're going to hit you with a couple little news features, and then we're going to dive into our main topic where we talk about LeBron debut colorways. But uh, you know, before we get too far into that, unfortunately we do not have a review to read I cried for a solid 15 minutes before we started recording, but maybe you guys can help us out by leaving one after this episode, head on to Apple podcasts, give us a couple, you know, clicks of your thumbs and fingers, say how much you like us goes a long way and it really helps us grow our audience. So, uh, yeah, without further ado, I have to ask the question we ask almost every day, but Mike, what are you rocking and what are you copping? Oh man, what I'm rocking now is actually a uh, a birthday gift that you know took a little while to get to my door, but uh, I got a pair of the uh, New Balance 992s in that multicolor colorway. Ooh! First of all, I didn't realize how much they look like the Biotech Dunks. I was like, these look very similar in color scheme, but dude, it's a freaking the the materials are so nice and such a comfortable shoe. So you know, my parents know how they always ask me what to get. I'm like, just you can guys just send me a pair of shoes. 
here's the things I like. They're like, all right, cool. We got you. Happy birthday, bro. <laughs> Get out of here. And you trust them enough to pick the right color? Oh yeah, I just give like a, I just give like some parameters, uh, you know, a couple things I'm looking at here and there, and just kind of like a pool of items. They're like, hey, these are some cool things I'm looking at. Feel free to choose from that. I need to know from the listeners how many people would trust their family, their parents specifically, to buy them shoes. I mean, your parents must be super fly because I do not trust my parents one bit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they, they they make it work. They make it work. They uh, they they stay they stay fresh in their own in their own right. Man, I, I big ups to mom and dad. But then, what are you looking at? Anything on your radar? Man, you know, got a couple things I'm eyeing. I mean, still looking at those twelves. I think by the time you hear this, everybody those those black and yellow twelves are probably coming out already. Um, you know. One shoe of one, I can't remember if I mentioned it, is actually the it's a Euro Tour Air Force One. It is a white Air Force One with a kind of like slice check, but it has a mini uh, slice swoosh and then a mini swoosh on the toe box. Super basic, but it has a tongue almost like of a dunk and it has like dunk laces. Huh. It was released in one store in Europe. I missed out on it. Bro. It is. And it may not be quite a dunk tongue. It's just a fatter tongue. It's not a typical Air Force One tongue, but the laces are ones you find on like SB Dunks, those kind of chubby oval laces. Man, I like such a clean laces. looking shoe. And if anyone knows where he can, yeah, I'll have to send you a picture. But yeah, it's just like the little oval laces you find at SB Dunks. And um, anyone knows where I can get them for retail, let me know because I, I want to get those in my hands. Only one store. That's what you're looking that- at, man. That's tough to cop if only released in one yeah, place. It, it was Asphalt Gold. I, I I I can't remember where it is in Europe, but it's a store called Asphalt Gold, and uh, they came out about two weeks ago. There, I went to the site. Still had like a size eight and a half left. I'm like, I can't do anything with that. So, anyone knows where I can find a size ten? Let your boy know, and if it's retail, even better. Got to have that retail. Uh, all about team retail nowadays. Uh, or a team less than retail, not over retail, probably the, the best way of putting it. <laughs> team coupon code. Team coupon code. Team, I got what, you, what, what you wearing? <laughs> uh, I actually, I've been walking around the house in these new Converse BB, All-Star BB Evos, the 5 eighths cut. It's pretty much just like a 5 eighths cut with engineered mesh. Um, version of just the normal all-star and that's a good thing i don't mean that like a knocked on it they fit really comfortably the grip is bananas we will see sga rocking mean step backs in the bubble for the oklahoma city thunder while wearing them but uh just very very clean shoe um the homie cheddar brought up the fact that they look like scarface and i didn't think about that until he said it but they are scarface <laughs> they do fell away they do uh, when it comes to those are dope, I like them. I like them too, man. I, um, it's my first pair of Converse basketball shoes ever, and I am quite happy with it. Uh, but when it comes to Coppin, I am a damn sucker for these new Air Max ones in like the orange colorway. You see, you see what I'm talking about? There's like normal GR. Yeah, yeah. Man, I 
So I only have one yeah. pair of Air Max ones, and it's, it's the anniversary varsity red ones, whatever university red, whatever red it is. And I love wearing that shoe. I didn't buy the blue ones just because I had the red ones already. And I want to slap myself in the face every time I say that sentence out loud. Cause I should have bought the blue ones too. Um, but I'm just a sucker for that, for that color blocking. It looks so good. And I'm, I'm sure Nick would agree. The orange just chef's kiss. Very nice. Oh yeah. You know, Nick's all about that orange and black. So he, he didn't have to be here in spirit. We know that's on his list. In spirit, always. Now, the only <laughs> way we're touching this next shoe, we're going to kind of jump into news now. But uh, the only way we're going to be touching this shoe is through spirit. It's the off-white Air Jordan 4 that released for ladies only earlier this week. But we have a more widespread release for ladies and sizing up all the way up to gentlemen uh, on July 25th is when they're supposed to release. How do you do you think any female got that shoe this week? You know, I don't know how they did it, but I, I feel like sneakers and Nike actually dug into their database to find female um, account holders because I actually saw a bunch of ladies, uh, you know, lady sneakerheads, just just sneakerheads uh, who were saying, hey, you know, this is the first time I got exclusive access and it was something dope. So I saw a lot of ladies were able to get them. I don't know if, you know, probably some guys snuck in there as well, but I saw a, like an awful lot of ladies who were able to, to cop early, which, hey, kudos to you, man. Like, I ain't mad at you. There ain't no reason to be jealous because we out there, men scooping up these women's sizes. So I'm glad they're able to go in and, and get theirs first. So, hey, I say thumbs up to Nike for getting that one super right. Man, thank you for curbing my skepticism because the second I saw that, I was like, that is BS. Everybody with a bot and like a Discord got that shoe. Not one lady got that shoe, but I'm, I'm happy to hear I'm wrong. <laughs> so that's great. Um, you know, there, we've got some images of a bread colorway sent to release also. If you had to pick this mm. one, bread, which, which one are you going to go for? I got to go to bread. I mean, I like this one, but I, have, I, I get sucked into a lot of tan colored shoes just because it goes with everything. But that bread colorway, I'm not a huge off-white sneaker fan as it is. I think they're cool, like not knocking them by any means. But there's a lot of them weren't practical for me than like the things I wear. But that bread colorway with that clear back tab woo, and that faded uh, mudguard, I'll take two, please. You hit it right on the nail. The see-through or translucent heel tab looks so sick. Uh, and I don't know, mm. it's, it's the most basic Virgil you know, technique, but it's putting the quotation mark air above the air bubble. I love that. It's so simple. Yeah, it's dumb, but God, I love it. <laughs> it he kills it. Like simple little touches. You're like, crap, he got me. He wrote me in. So I will definitely be trying to get both. Uh, you will see me salty as hell Saturday at like 740. So uh, be on the lookout for those Instagram stories. Um, now, Another extremely hyped up shoe. I guess we're keeping the vibe pretty much all Nike. This for all the listeners out there. Um, the next little news story we have here is the crazy, insane wait lines to try to get one of the Grateful Dead SB Dunk lows. 
And I even saw some people have to have to answer Grateful Dead trivia to get a pair. Let me tell you, first and foremost, I would fail that trivia. I'm not going to front like I'm a big Grateful Dead head. I would fail off the jump. But how do you feel oh, about those kind of tactics? I mean, if you're answering questions online, you have no excuse to miss them because you better whip it. Unless they have to in this crazy time limit, you better be whipping up that, that Google on your phone and start Googling answers. Like there's no excuse if you're not in person to not be able to get them right because you can find the information unless you're just like super deep cuts. But I mean, I, I'm cool with that. At least I'm not making someone do a kickflip because God knows I can try to do a kickflip, but I'm going to break my leg. So I'd rather try to answer a question than do a kickflip. I'd but, rather, um, rather answer the question than have to like put them on and bend your toe box up. Oh, there's ways to fix that though. Cause they're fur. You can't see the creases. <laughs> there's ways around it. Cause yeah, you know what people, I want to go wear them. I was just sling them as soon as I got them. I'm, you know what? I know I talk about resellers getting the best of us, but Hey, when you know a profit, you, you can't be mad at someone. <laughs> Like these are the kind of shoes I'll have somebody text me like, "Hey, um, would these be a good pair to try to got uh, to try to buy and sell?" And I'm like, "Yes, yes to you and yes. every other person." <laughs> on Earth. That's but why you can't. You see, get uh, yeah, yeah, no, 100. Just I mean, even though Dior ones were just kind of like a mythical shoe, but that's the reason why because everyone knew. Even if you're a sneakerhead, if you're just a smart business person, like I'm gonna buy this and flip it, and that's the same thing happening with these. Exactly. But the weight lines you were mentioning, dude, they were insane. I saw the uh, saw screenshots. You're like, wait here, you're you're one thousand or a hundred thousandth in line. When you get in, you have ten minutes to shop or two minutes to do the raffle, whatever it is. I'm like, bro, I, I have don't have that kind of time. Yeah, I might probably like scratch my butt in that two minute time frame because there's a better <laughs> anything extra I'm like, i can't yeah. sit here and be a hundred hundred thousandth in line and just enter a raffle i'm like they're not worth it yeah, they're cool i i can see that I, 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 execution is cool but it's not worth it from for me it's deeply frustrating but it is what it is right it's kind of the world we're in uh, i'm asking the same question oh, as yeah. the, on to the next one if you had to go yellow, green, or orange, which one are you going with? Can I say pink, even though I don't think that one's releasing? Yes, you may, because you're not getting any of them anyway. So go ahead and say pink. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, Richard. <laughs> it really doesn't. I'm gonna go with the green, though. I think it's like okay. I I, I don't know what it is. But I think the green and blue looks cool. Like I said, I saw my homie Quaz wear the the Ben and Jerry's, and I hated on those so hard. But when I saw it with like blue jeans on, they were super tight. These, if I got a pair, I might be ignorant enough just to like wear them, and this is to think I look cool. So, <laughs> I, I mean, would, they're hundred bucks. It, I wouldn't be mad at you for wearing them at all. I wouldn't be mad at anybody for wearing them because the shoe is a hundred dollars. Not like you spent again. You just spent two grand on them. You spent a hundred bucks. I mean, I watch dudes in SB videos skate them. I'm like, I can't be mad at them. I mean, well, it's $100. That's what they're there for. It's like having a, a paint set that's $1,000, but you're a painter and you paint. So, of course, you're going to use it because you use it. It's what you do. Mm -hmm. That's really a dumb analogy, but yep. you, you got what I meant. Yeah, um, it works. It works. Now, <laughs> for, for the last little story here. 
that I'm interested in are these. Um, no, there's two because you're going to hit us with some Foot Locker news in a minute here. But oh, uh, yeah, yeah. the Zion Williamson Noah PE, and you said before we started recording, Jason Tatum has something like this coming out too. Yeah, it's like an animal print. I've saw it, seen it on Instagram. I've seen it on things say Sneaker News, Nice Kicks, a couple different outlets, and it's like they're giving some of those uh, those new Jordan brand guys. Um, a couple of PE releases. Um, I mean, of course, we already had the Bayou Boys with Zion, but I think Tatum's getting one with Animal Print, and I don't know if it's Luca or someone else that's getting a third one, but I just I just can't remember off the top of my head right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe Kemba. Um, you know, there, there's, there's a lot of maybe. usual things that could be, but uh, I'm really yeah. feeling Zion pair, man. Like that Noah PE. Woo! That's fire clean clean like i saw that and immediately was like yeah and i saw dude i think i saw him like a month or two ago and immediately was like i i need those in my life please they remind me of the rust so maybe it's just the promo photos but the russell westbrook why not 0.1 had a white pair where you it came with some markers you can customize them and trawl all over um, these kind of remind me of that, just pre-drawn on. Which I'm cool with that. Nothing wrong with it. So speaking of clean, um, is Foot Locker uh, cleaning house a little bit? What kind of news do you have on what's going on there? Yeah, and keep it a pretty high level because, I mean, I, I feel like a lot of this you would have to know the people in the company for it to like, really resonate. But – I was going through footwear news and, you know, shout out to, to Peter Vary for his article because they were saying that Foot Locker has gone through a restructure and the ability to be more agile and, you know, uh, have more agility, more speed in his overall consumer experience. So they've actually started doing something called a, I guess, a power store in Washington Heights in New York, which I'm still trying to figure out exactly what that means, trying to get some more Research, but it looks like it's more geared to a customer experience and taking cues from his like environments that it's in to really comes to releases and then you know bringing them back up to corporate, seeing what people like and things like that. But they've moved a lot of people around. So let's say for example, you have the announcement of a promotion of Andy Gray, who was formerly the uh, North American Chief Merchandising Officer. Now he's the v- EVP and Chief Commercial Officer. Uh, so he's going to be responsible for the global oversight of all aspects of the customer experience. So the bottom line is there really seems like they're trying to put more product in stores that people want. They're trying to listen to the customer because I don't know if they're seeing that. They're not losing customer. Right? I mean, people are still flocking to Foot Locker device business. But I wonder if they're seeing this more for just release day as opposed to people going to, you know, you know, your concepts, your kiss going to places that really curate their collections to what people want. So as soon as they're trying to take a step back and with these, these power stores are trying to come in and create the same experience, but on a big box level from that's the kind of what I'm gathering from these moves. As both of us are former Foot Locker universe employees. Um, that's a really good move. Cause I know for a fact, 80% not 70% of the stock on the display wall sits there and never does anything. So 
listening to consumers and adjusting and tailoring needs based off of that is the best move on earth. Um, yep. I do have to note two things. Um, Foot Locker CEO is named Dick Johnson. Mm-hmm. Not going to laugh. I was hoping to get one little like, chuckle out of that name. Oh, I was trying to hold it in, man. I was like, because when I read the article, okay, to be fair, when I read the article last week about their, uh, uh, just how they handled like everything in COVID, I was a small child and laughed like for like a good five minutes when I read the second name. <laughs> I was I, like, you can't do it on the air, but see, you just have to pull it out of me. <laughs> I read it five days ago and I still laugh when I hear it. Like, I'm. <laughs> I'm definitely 30 going on eight years old. So that's, that's one thing. <laughs> um, footwear news is Peter very don't think I forgot. You still got to send me those under armor shoes, my guy. Um, that's my last, uh, <laughs> tidbit to that. But, um, <laughs> PSA public service announcement paging Peter very noms playing, um, New York going through some bigger things right now than going to the mailbox. So, Last, that's the last yeah. of anybody's worries. But, um, I mean, COVID's kind of just changing everything. And I feel like that can apply to anything in life right now. But uh, it, it, it applied to something different today in the shoe world. Um, you'll be listening to this on Friday. But on Thursday, LeBron debuted in the bubble very inconspicuously the brand-new LeBron 18, which – is a doozy it is something different and we're going to get into that more but it's so crazy for there not to be anything really before it it's just like oh lebron wore these to practice got on the bus oh these are the new shoes by the way like it's such a crazy time right oh yeah i mean you got the traditional every time lebron gets something new he gets you with this uh this real sly like ig post where you can like kind of see it can't see it Hit you with them eyeballs and fire signs and like, all right, all right, I'm intrigued, LeBron, what you got? He's done it a couple times. You're 100% right. And even with stuff that isn't new, he'll give us mm -hmm. a little of like a LeBron 3 low in purple or a sample LeBron 2 in animal print. So he's always kind of doing those little things to us. Mm -hmm. But it got us thinking about the debut colorways of LeBron's shoes. And that's what brings us to our main topic today. We're going to be going through the main or first shoes released of each of LeBron's 18 signature models. We're not going to be touching any ambassadors or witnesses or soldiers or air crucifix. I'm kidding. That's not a real shoe. <laughs> that's not a real shoe. I mean, I get they can never use that name, but air crucifix is a kind, of, kind of a sick name. Um, never thought of that till right now, but. I mean, back in uh, in BC, I feel like that might have been a been a heavy rotation for a lot of people. But you know, that's a different story. Jesus catching bodies on the dirt courts. Um, <laughs> so, jokes aside, we're going to go right through from the top. We're going to start off with the LeBron One, affectionately known as the Air Zoom Generation, inspired by the H Two Hummer or H Three. I think no, it was H Two. H2. Yeah, yeah. Um, inspired by the H2 Hummer. Um, we're not going to do this with all the shoes. Just it's not that impressive. The Air Zoom generation in terms of debut fanfare. Um, you know, designed by Ken Link. Um, came out in 2003. Here's the ki here's the kicker for it. So there's an entire shoe called 
the first game that he did not wear in his first game. <clears throat> Your thoughts, Mike? I mean, we talk about the colorways. Yeah, I think 2003-2004, we weren't getting too crazy in the streets with our colors, so they're right in line with anything else Nike put out. So can't, I, I still love the shoe itself. Uh, I need to get a pair, but I do like how that was the first game. He didn't play that one for the first game. <laughs> he wore it in the first home game, and I guess first home game doesn't sound so catchy, does it? When You, you, can't, you can't call it first home game. It's just first game, uh, which was against yeah. – the Sacramento Kings was LeBron's first game, but um, I too tried to buy this colorway like a couple times. It's really of all the LeBron one retros or Air Zoom Generation retros, this one really has gone up and held its value, which yeah. for me. But um, I love it, man. This one and the Kings Rock colorway, which came out Just a, a little bit. Colorway, right? It is the black colorway. Yeah, I've been eyeing that one on resale right now. They're they're a little bit more pricey than I want to spend, but um, yeah. definitely definitely a good shoe. I mean, in the grand scheme of first signature shoes, I don't like it as much as Kobe's or obviously Michael's, but um, I think it's the third best. I mean, yeah, I like it more than I'll say it. I like it more than the Penny one, but I'm from a different time, so I ain't nothing wrong with that. It's to own. Actually, I mean, I I love the Penny one, but I, I if I have to pick one of each or one of the two, I'm gonna go with the LeBron. I just think it's a I think it's more wearable. So, and I think about that when I buy a shoe, like I want to wear it all the time. Exactly. The, the first, I always want to keep on first game. The first air zoom generation um, really is an everyday kind of shoe. Yep. So up next, we have the LeBron two. What a lot of people might not know if you've never had a pair, but that Nike strap is removable and it has a lasered, lion motif going on underneath it that looks really cool but the first colorway was just a black and red black red and white you'll see that theme used for a lebron debut shoe throughout this episode seems like a it's a really easy way to play into the Cavs vibe while being very approachable for the other 99 percent of the world that are not Cavs fans yeah, I mean, because you're like, oh, black and red. I like the Bulls, but I like LeBron, so I can still wear the shoe. Cool. So, I mean, that is a, yeah, it's a pretty smart way to approach it as you create these shoes and make sure they're, you know, um, the world likes some fan favorites. But I, you know what? I forgot about the strap. As soon as you said the laser line, I'm like, oh, I forgot that was under there. See, the LeBron 2 low had lasering around like the toe. But, yeah, this was underneath the, the ankle, and that was kind of cool. But I never thought of that point before I said it out loud now. They really did s- stay very far away from Cavaliers' colorways for debut LeBron shoes. They really tried to play it neutral field. Mm-hmm. Got to sell them bad boys. And let's be fair, people are LeBron fans, but they're like, the Cavaliers are actually trash, the rest of them. <laughs> Yeah, if you were not born in Ohio, you do not care about the Cavaliers. Like facts. I don't care who you are. Maybe a family. That's like the exception. But um, <laughs> I mean, our next shoe here is very much like that. You'll see a couple LeBrons debut in multiple first colorways, but um, the LeBron three came in the white and navy, and then the black, white, and red. I actually have both of these from the retro. They're two of my favorite shoes. 
if you buy a pair for casual, I highly recommend you size up a half because they are a little bit tight only because they are so well cushioned. There's a lot of padding behind the LeBron yeah. three. But again, like the two, very, very neutral, just black and red or white and navy. Like, cheap. you know, that goes for, I would say, almost any high school in the country. You either have navy blue in there somewhere or you have black and red in there somewhere. Yeah. I mean, these are one of my favorites as well. I always like how you have the contrast. You have the two different versions of the upper. You have the leather with the uh, like the ribbed leather, and then you also have like that, that suede. And I have the Oilers pair that retro, um, I guess, what, a year ago, two years ago? One of my favorite shoes as well. It is a bit of a boot, but I do love basketball shoes, so I give it a pass because that's just a well-constructed shoe. It's one of my all-time favorite LeBrons. Can't go wrong with it. Um, so mm-hmm. here's a really random story. Um, I've told part of it before, but when I was in high school, um, like the, the star player on the girls team wore the white and Navy LeBron threes and our school was white and Navy. So I thought it was the tightest stuff ever. Like I thought she was so cool for having those shoes. Um, about 10 years later, I found out that like, she was having relations with the coach who was like oh. a lot older, like not appropriately older. And he ended up leaving his wife and now they're together. On oh. shit. Yeah. It's like, whoa. And I'll forever think of her of the LeBron three and white. Comma. <laughs> a lot of other bullshit. <laughs> like, Bro, I didn't even say, Hey, I was waiting for you to tell me a story. She's in the WNBA still rocking LeBron or something. This went no. completely left field. <laughs> no, nah, like this went, this went nowhere shoe related. Other than the fact. <laughs> it took a weird turn. It took a weird turn. Um, shout out to the homie who knows I love the LeBron three and bought me those shoes from the employee store without even having to like ask me. He just knew I wanted them. So it's a true homeboy right there. Shout out to that guy. Um, but, man, I could go on and on about the LeBron 3. Uh, like, it, it is really padded. It is kind of a it's, – it's clunky. I'll, I'll say what it is. Um, I don't know if your Oilers have the metal tips at the end of the laces, but they're also yeah. very noisy. Oh, yeah. And they don't really – like if you don't – I don't like the lace mine so much because they're kind of – like I said, they're tight, so I kind of like let them – just let them hang loose. And, God, so much noise. You can take no ninja activities while wearing the LeBron three. You will be hurt. <laughs> um, so, all right. Up here next, we're in the year 2006 with one of my all-time favorites and one of LeBron's all-time favorites, the LeBron four. I said LeBron so many times. I tried to think of another word other than LeBron right there, and I couldn't do it. Um, Bron so, Bron. Bron Bron. King James. Chosen one. <laughs> Chosen uh, Again. Either black and red or like red and pardon me, either uh, black and white or like red and white, both killer. But like this is way before LeBron shoes had nicknames for every release. This is before LeBron shoes were like the biggest hype there ever was about two years down the line from here. Like this is just, Mm -hmm. hey, new LeBron shoe. He's kind of the the ringless king, you know, young kid, likable, just very approachable shoes that really 
weren't going to rub anybody one way or the other. I just, I kick myself for not getting these. I mean, let's see, what year was this? 06, 07, I was a senior in high school. I had no money for that. But if I had a time machine, I go purchase every pair of dead stock and wear them until they were nothing because this is one of my favorite shoes I've never owned. Um, so much so that the LeBron 417 Fusion, uh, as soon as that sucker hits like a, you know, 149.99 and lower, your boy's gonna get a pair because I need something in my life to resemble this this four, and that's the closest thing I've seen so far. Word, you're so right. Like I was also broke and had no money, and I, I love the LeBron Four. I cannot wait for them to retro that shoe. I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. The bronze line, like pound for pound, is my favorite basketball. It's my favorite shoe line of all time. Like Jordan, I like I like wearing more. Like I love wearing Michael Jordan shoes. They look better than LeBron's. But mm-hmm. like from the nostalgia to the tech to the designers to the colorway, like colorways, like the LeBron line is just it's it's like food porn, but shoe porn. Yeah. Like porn. This is fantastic. Like they told the story super well with every one of those releases. I mean, like you said, a couple years down the line, when we get to in a minute, they're going to start getting more of those nicknames and stuff. But even with the classics, they can go back and tell these stories of the quote unquote first game. You have the the birthday pair of the you know LeBron Forge looking. There's so many. There are just so many that were well done. And if you think about it, I mean, Robbie, I think a lot of these got slept on. If we went back, if we can go back in time to our old high school days of you know, just walking through the mall and a footlock or whatever it is, I guarantee there was a, a LeBron four with a cell tag for like $99 or $119. And just one of those things that we didn't recognize the value back then. Well, here's the thing. I bet you we recognize the value, just didn't have the capital. If, if I had the money, also true. Also I wouldn't have um, Money's the root of all evil. It'll get you places and it'll keep you from getting to places. So anywho, to get off the finance tip, you're right. <laughs> if we could have time machines and go back, we would buy all these damn shoes. But um, there, we have the LeBron five. Um, we don't have to say too much about this. I will say though, that I love the LeBron five. It's super, it's again, it's bulky. It looks bulky, but it actually is pretty thin. Um, in a good way. I just enjoyed 90% of the colorways of it. I like the strap, just killer shoe. The first colorway was a China with like white and red laser inscription on it. And then again, mm-hmm. Navy with silver trim. God, those white and reds are really nice. I didn't, I'm sitting here just staring at them now. Like one of the ones I always liked because that was, was this around the same time when a soldier came out with all the straps on it as well? Yes. Yeah, so I remember seeing these and like, my God, I really love this shoe. Um, uh, that's when I first started college, so I had no money either. So we move on past those because uh, I just, I mean, as these things retro, I'm really making a point to try to grab, even if it's just one pair of the, the retro models, where I can just have, hey, I got one of the models I like. I'm, that's kind of my mission. So when these, you know, next ones start coming out, I just need one color. Just I don't care what it is. If it's the navy blue one's fine. It is what it is. I'll take it, but I'm much for the red ones, of course. Man, the four, five, and seventeen are the only LeBrons I've never had. And 
I, I 100% agree. I'm, I'm at least going to get one of them just to say I have a pair. Yeah. Not my favorite, but not my worst enemy either. So pro, pro tip though for you real fast. And this is for everybody listening. LeBron 17s, uh, I know is uh, you really not going anywhere right now. Understandable. But if you go in store to like sneaker stores right now within a foot brand, I've been seeing some crazy stuff. When I, mean, I say crazy, I mean like the, the sales don't translate online. I'm, you can find like LeBron's and stuff for way, way crazy steals. I've seen, I think a couple of like, like 120, 130 for, and they, the, the box price on these suckers are like, what? Freaking 225? Like yeah. 200? Yeah, because I think the 17s I got were like, they were sub 150. Huh. And they're, they're actually really comfortable. Like, I mean, they're basketball shoes, so of course they have their clunk to it, but bro, 17 is super wearable. We will get back to that one. Great insight. Um, I mean, next up here, LeBron 6, the shoe that almost released in a completely different look, but it's got scrapped last minute, and now we have the version we all know today. Um, again, another hated on LeBron in the grand scheme of life. Doesn't get any love, but I do enjoy the tongue. I enjoy the four-foot strap. I had the taxi colorway back in the day. Those were cool. Um, no, not the taxi. Pardon me. I had the chalk, uh, which wasn't as cool. It was navy with like gold, like brown <laughs> gold. I got those super on discount, man. I got those for like 70 bucks, I want to say. 70, 80 bucks. So. See, that's what I'm talking about. You were able to go in to snatch them. And I remember my buddy who I, I was working at Champs with, uh, he uh, he had a sample pair he found at an outlet because he, he wore the sample size, like the nine, eight and a half, nine. And uh Dude always had just like some of the most random stuff. This one outlets were still like really like like cool find stuff like in 2009, 2010. And he had a black sample pair he got from an outlet. And dude, they were so dope. That was like, I'm not a big fan of the six, but I respect it. You got to respect it. You may not like it, but you got to respect it. So mm-hmm. now we're starting to come into the heavy hitters. So LeBron 7, 2009. Um, you know, Jason Petrie's first LeBron model. He's been designing them ever since. Full-length Air Max. Debuted in a white and red. Um, and um, Nike, no, it was it NSW? Yeah, NSW. Or, yeah. Basically, there's a, yeah, there's a second designation for LeBron's that didn't use. No, no fly wire. NFW. No fly wire. Um, so there's oh. an NFW. Yeah, that's what I mean. So LeBron people, NFW, any – so I believe this white and red pair, um, there's another pair that doesn't use fly wire. But that's what that means. So there's one without fly wire and then the white, black, and red with contrasting black fly wire on the white upper. Yeah. Um, I love both of them. I've only had one pair of LeBron 7s, and it was the LeBron 7 PS, so it doesn't count. <laughs> in, in a lot of people's eyes, but um, I love the LeBron's. No, damn, I'm so dumb. I have two retros in the closet. So. I was like, boy, I'm like, didn't you get some freaking all stars? When you when you have so many shoes, you literally forget that you own. <laughs> yeah, that you you inventory own two of them in the past six months. So <laughs> never mind. Um, I have the Christmas pair too. Um, oh yeah, I forgot you bought that for the Lolo. I bought them for a hundred bucks. Uh, but yeah, LeBron 7 debut colorways, 
They're not the best. I would say they're probably two of the worst colorways of all the LeBron 7s, but that's just how good the LeBron 7 is. Yeah, LeBron 7, I mean, you guys have heard me praise this shoe so much. It's one of my favorite LeBrons of all time. I have the all-star pair at Retro this year, uh, even though it seems like it was last year, how long this year has gone. Um, but I definitely need to get my hands on the China Moons and – I have a little, I have a pro tip for you guys, but I'm only going to share it if you join our Discord. So I know where to find some MVPs, but join our Discord. I'll share the link with you guys. Just keep a little, keep a little secret for you. Are they still in stock in this secret place? Yeah, dude, you- I checked them up yesterday. They're still sitting there. Man, I'm not trying to spend money, but. I'm not either. That's what, dude, I, but I keep checking. I have a bad habit. I keep checking like, oh, they're still there. Oh, fantastic. You might just catch me slipping. Um, Bro, you might catch me slipping. <laughs> bad thing. All right. We're, we're going to keep it moving before we make some bad decisions. So <laughs> up next is probably – see, I say probably because I can never definitively choose. But probably my favorite LeBron of any LeBron is the LeBron 8. I need to think of better ways to say LeBron other than three times in a row every time. My bad listeners. Um, so – this shoe, the debut colorway, is the last LeBron to debut with "quote unquote" conventional materials, i.e., suede. So this shoe had leather on it. It has suede, carbon fiber, flywire, full-length Air Max. But above all, it was just deadly looking, man. Like the black, just the right amount of red. The white contrast in all the best places. I had a pair of these. I no longer have them. They beat them up so bad. But the LeBron 8 debut colorway, I would say is the best debut colorway, arguably, but definitely top three. Just Robbie eye candy for days. I, I, I love that shoe. I, I ain't mad at you. This is one. Uh, I think probably the, between the, the 7, the 8, and, of course, the 9 are probably my three favorites. But I've never owned a pair of 8, and I kicked myself for it. So this when a retro happens, well, you know, if it happens, your boy's going to be in line waiting for him. And I mean line, I mean on the internet because I don't want to go outside. So. Um, anyway, um, I can say with certainty the LeBron 8 is just a beast. I had the OG. I had, I still have the um, the V2. I had a pair of the postseasons that are just horrible. And I have two pairs of the lows. So, I mean, like. The LeBron 8, just that full-length Air Max felt so good. Um, oh, it's nice because I actually have the so I have the John Elliott icons, which utilize that same sole kit. So I will say the, the freaking cushioning is stellar. Out of this world. Um, so up next, I would say probably one of the more boring debut colorways, the LeBron 9. Bron Bron's shoes came in black and red and white, black, and red. Like that's some kind of big surprise. But the LeBron 9 was the first shoe to come out on Nike ID where you could really do fun things with it. There was glow-in-the-dark options. There was iridescent options. And there was foam posit options. You could put foam posit on the quarter, and it was crazy looking. On the weave side, right? Yeah, you could. Um, yeah, I remember that. Pause. It looks so bad. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like it, it, it was, was not. Trash. A- I would never get it. But I, I messed around with the ID just to see what it looks like. It was so cool. I mean, was it ugly? Yes. Was it awesome? Double yes. So, 
any thoughts on these debut colorways? They're kind of just boring. They're boring, but they were like what it was with the nine, the debut colorway. They like okay, here you go. Then they hit you with the they hit you with the one eighty and start giving you just these nasty colorways. So you got the Cannons, the Miami Knights, like the second version of Miami Knights. You had the Kentuckys. You had you just they came out were just filthy colorways, dude. Ohio State, Miami. Oh, yeah, dude. They were Miami all, all over. Um, now the LeBron Ten is where we start getting into nicknamed release shoes. So the debut colorway for the LeBron 10 was the Crown Jewel, which came in a really cool pink, like jewel-like box. Yeah. uh, Since the day they came out, I've been looking for that shoe. I've been looking for that shoe for eight years, and I have not found it for less than like $500, $600. So if there's any good Samaritan out there that wants to sell me a pair, I got $400 on it. Just, <laughs> I, I love it's the prettiest color, pink man. It's like pinkish red with some speckle on it. Oh, so fantastic! Another contender, like it's it's the bronze ten or eight or three, or like my three are my favorites. But ten and will go back and forth. Well, it's crazy to me because I feel like when you look at the design cues, I feel like the ten should have been a nine and the nine should have been a ten. That's a really good. That's a really good take because the ten definitely is um, bigger looking, and the nine looks more sleek. Mm-hmm. But, uh, from from a tech standpoint, the LeBron nine had the one eighty heel unit and yeah. zoom in the front, which is vastly inferior to Air Max Zoom, Air Max Zoom, or Zoom Air Max, whatever you want to phrase it as. Visible zoom. That's what they like to call it. I guess. I don't know. Well, at this time, they they called it Zoom Air Max or Air Max. Yeah. They've changed it since then with, like, Kevin Durant's use of it. But okay. the first shoe to use that setup. No other shoe before the LeBron Ted had both of them together visible in one, you know, sphere. One, so, yeah. you know, well, even, I love the LeBron Ted. I had the uh, – I guess it might have been, like, the third or fourth colorway to come out, but it was the, uh, the Cutting Jade. I had those two, yeah. I wish I never sold those. I look back and I'm like, you big idiot. But one I've been looking for is actually one we're looking at right now. It is the USA colorway with the Nike Plus where it had the raised Nike check in gold. Love it. Oh, my God, dude. It, again, it, the same Good Samaritan was finding uh, those crown jewels for Robbie. Find these USAs for me because that is one I am on the hunt for. And it's expensive. So help me out. It released about a week later. Don't quote me on it, but a week or two after the Crown Jewel. So it's an honorary release colorway. But, um, yeah, man, I, I want to say I had probably five, four or five pairs of LeBron 10s. I think I'm down to three now, but whatever. They're so good. They're, it's a great shoe. Now, this next one gets zero love, and it breaks my heart because it's ugly, but ugly is in the eye of the beholder. I think it's beautiful. The LeBron 11 and the King's Pride colorway. The commercial for the King's Pride colorway is LeBron running with a whole bunch of kids and stuff. It's one of the dopest commercials. The yeah. colorway is bananas. I never had this shoe. I had a chance to buy it at least 10 times in my life. I'll, I'll get around to it at some point. But just <laughs> the army green, green, gold, olive, all those kind of come together to just make a beautiful 
beautiful look on what was called, um, I think it was called Battle Posit. It was. Yeah, that shit. sounds right. It's supposed to be a little harder than Foam Posit, I guess. No, it's more flexible than Foam Posit. Oh, it was like flexible? I thought it was more, a little bit more durable and harder. Yeah, okay. It is. I bet you it's both. It's it's more okay. durable and it's more flexible. But just, it was the upgraded version of Foam Posit. But yeah. Like, King's Pride out of this world. It's one, I was one of those people who didn't like it at first because I was so spoiled by LeBron 10. So I saw 11, I was like, what's this? Because um, I wasn't a fan with LeBron to drop in midsole. And I was like, bro, what are we doing here? But it's one of the ones I instantly regretted not buying because like ah, when I actually sat and looked at the design, I was like, these are actually really dope. And I think it got overlooked because this is one LeBron didn't wear that often. He ended up switching out for the soldiers. I guess his, his, he has my foot problems in him. Just I, I think it's a bit more narrow than his others. So he switched out for a lot of times for the soldiers. Uh, so I think that's probably one, one of the reasons. Because everyone's like, oh, he's not wearing them. I'm not going to buy them. But uh, I've been on the hunt for a couple different colors. One of my favorites is the uh, it's the all orange pair. It's like the forging iron. I, yeah. I kid you not. One of the best colorways I've ever seen in my life of anything. Here's another random Robbie story. So I bought the forging iron. And the Terracotta Warriors Ooh. from the Nike store in California when I was living in Vegas on the phone. <laughs> hey man, you gotta do what you gotta do. Phone orders, man. Both. I mean, <laughs> I could talk for days about the LeBron 11, but I think what made it less approachable than others is when you wore it, your shoe sat really low to the ground, and the lunar lawn inside of it didn't really work. So I, I can see how it failed, but once you broke yeah. them in, they felt so good. Like that's just a shoe that if you have a chance to give it a second shot and you didn't like it the first time, give it that second shot. Um, just like this next shoe. So the LeBron 12 didn't get very much love, and I personally like it a lot. Um, the debut colorway was the NSRL, basically a Miami colorway when LeBron had just left for back for back for Cleveland. So they yeah. were in this kind of weird where the colorway is from Miami, but he uprooted a Cleveland. It's still a dope colorway though. I love that aqua emerald type vibe. Well, the NSRL was like what? Supposed to be some Nike sports lab. I can't remember the R is. So that's why they changed it from the Miami theme to, oh, this is just like a, basically like the prototype sample. So they kind of gave it a different uh, story, but I didn't get the pro, uh, first colorway, but I got that set. Remember, they basically dropped a colorway every week. It was like the Data, the Helix, and I got the Data pair. It was the the black with like the purple swoosh and multi, um, kind of multicolor. Here's like pink and purple and stuff. Yeah. And I did I liked them a lot. Um, they were actually like I would say every LeBron I played ball in has been awesome to play ball in. They're not as heavy as you think they are. I mean, I wouldn't try in a three by any means, but. They were actually really solid on the court, looked decent. Um, again, I, I wish I wouldn't have sold. I sold it like my whole LeBron collection at one point, and I feel like a jackass. I have the – I think it's called Lionheart. It's like a red with white. I got those for the hella mm. low, low exchange. Yeah. Oh, they were super cheap at one point. Man, I got them for 45 bucks, I think, from Buffalo. Oh, exchange. that's free. You bought them for free. But the LeBron 12, the, the ankle isn't for everybody. But the podulated zoom, so the little zoom air pods in the bottom of the shoe, is one of my favorite setups on any basketball, any shoe. They've done it on training. They've done it on basketball. It's just 
incredibly comfortable. You can feel it every time your foot shifts. Yeah. So up next, we had the LeBron 13. It was called the Written in the Stars. Uh, absolutely atrocious. Nobody liked the LeBron 13. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I not time on it. I will say, though, I enjoy the colorway. I just hate the model. So this colorway looks really good. It's just an abomination. I actually have – here's a, a funny story. I have the all-star LeBron 13s and sample that I got Soldier from the patches? Yes, I got them as a gift from my homie in Nike basketball. So thank That's you. Cool, I won't say who you are, but thank you. But they are <laughs> – and they've been dead stock for five years. So, you put your foot in there just like to get the glue warm. They are they're ugly, but we can just keep it moving from there. So up next, another LeBron that doesn't get a lot of love. And from a colorway perspective, you're not wrong, except for the debut. Um, it was called the uh, Out of Nowhere. LeBron debuted him on Christmas Day uh, 2016. And they sold out like hotcakes. You cannot get a pair even now. I think the black with the yellow and gray, a little bit of red in there, looks super cool. I love that shoe. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of the 14, but I think this colorway looked good. Only the colorway I like besides this one was, of course, I mean, the same one everyone else does is the McFly's or, you know, the, the MAG colorway. So, uh, yeah, the 14 just was – I don't know what it was. I feel like the 13, 14, it just – they didn't do it for me for some reason. They're they're, they're pretty killer. Um, just – Every other colorway was kind of meh. Uh, I have the flip the switch, which is just white, black, and red. Again, yeah. I, got, I got them for like eighty bucks, so can't Might be as well. Uh, now the LeBron fifteen, I paid full price for these. I bought them on release day when they released on sneakers, thinking I was going to take an L, and I, and I actually got them. Like that's pretty cool. Um, they're called the Ghosts. They had battle knit, not battle posit, but battle knit. And I love them. They're not the easiest shoe to wear. The 15's ankle is admittedly kind of awkward, but they are so comfortable. They breathe really well. And it has that Air Max zoom in pod form. So you can only imagine how much I enjoy that. Dude, I, I, this is one of the ones I regret not buying either. Uh, I love that. I, Ghost Colorway, I actually tried for it. I struck out. But this is... You guys heard the beginning. I'm a, I'm a sucker for like cream colored shoes, and this is fire. I love this color shoe. That that cream color with that clear translucent bottom. You came in, man. That's like Mike written all over it. Like I've, I need a pair of these, and I keep looking for them, but prices are a bit high. So uh, I waited out. <laughs> I feel better for getting them at retail now. But yeah, uh, yeah, the colorway is so nice. It's just like you said, the clear with that bone kind of tan look is just crazy. Um, now the LeBron 17 didn't get a special colorway. They actually went back to habits of old and just went with a black and red quote unquote bread colorway, which was really cool. Um, just not special or memorable. Yeah, that wasn't memorable at all, but I will say they did go hammer with the LeBron watch on LeBron 16 because um, soon after the launch was a super, super Brian that came out and so on and so forth. But I will say you can still find LeBron 16 floating around in retail stores for dirt cheap. So 
may not be the color what you want, but I know like the LeBron Glow, you can find that sucker for like 80 bucks places. So if you're looking for some uh, some 16s, just, just keep an eye out. You'll, you'll find them. I strongly recommend the LeBron 16. Um, I have the gray and multicolor pair. Yeah. Again, I got it as a gift. Thank you. But um, I would have not have bought that shoe. Like I think it's, to be brutally honest, I think it's ugly. Like I really don't think it's a good looking shoe. But on foot, they're extremely comfortable. Like if comfort's your game and you love LeBron, buy a pair of 16s or 15s or 17s. Yeah. I just feel like design-wise, they took a step back from the uh, the 15. If you look at the 15 and 14, don't put a number to them, and you sit next to each other, I guarantee 90% of people are going to gravitate towards the 15. Yeah. Like you said earlier with the 9 and 10 looking like they could be flip-flopped, I would 100% agree with you. So next up, we have this ash colorway of LeBron 17. We've already talked about it a bit. Mike loves it. I've never had a pair. Just because I learned my lesson with the LeBron 15. If the collar doesn't work very well for my style, I'm not going to wear it a lot. Even It could be a great shoe, but maybe the LeBron 15 is more my style. Yeah. And no, Pardon me. Maybe the LeBron 17 low is more my style. Which is a dope shoe, by the way. 17 low. There's a couple of colorways I'm eyeing on that one as a side note. I'm just waiting for a little, little price drop, which I'm seeing. Big facts. It's the, the, the 17 low, I say, looks a lot better than the 18. Ugh, I can't, can't get my numbers mixed up. Than the 17 OG, if you will. Yeah. So now, the thing, thing about the 17 and the Ash colorway, I don't know, for some reason, it just doesn't, it doesn't do the shoe justice. Because if you get an actual, like, just a different color, just with that alternating uh, black and white um, knit, it doesn't show you all, like, the textures and everything, like a toe box. Of course, you get the the uh, knit posit on the back, but there's been a, a big debate about that term knit posit because people thought it was actually um, an actual, you know, the foam posit integrated. But also at the same time, is posit just the, the the heating method that they use? So I think it's just a heating method because I have it. It is thicker, and you see there's a coating on it, but it's not like foam. It's not that kind of like it's not a structurally, I don't want to say structurally sound, but it's not as rigid. So that name is kind of, I wish I want Nike to come out and explain more about what knit posit means. That way I think it, it will clear a lot of things up for people. I think it speaks to how it's woven That's and, what I was thinking. and the durability of it and the elasticity of it. So how, how stretchy and flexible it can be. I would, I would argue that's probably where it all comes from. But now we have the man of the hour. The reason why we're having this whole conversation, um, the LeBron 18, which debuted today. So if you ask me, it looks like the Yeezy, Adidas Yeezy, had a baby with a LeBron 13 low. And you get the LeBron 18. It's cool. I'm going to need to see more colorways. Uh, I just, I'm not feeling the tongue one bit. I said it three times now. If the tongue isn't working or a collar isn't working, it's not going to work for me. But it's, it's a very interesting shoe. Just, I, I, I need to see more. I'm just, uh, I'm not feeling this colorway. What do you think? Yeah, um, I need to see a better on, like a better 
finished product because the, I feel like the sketches aren't doing it complete justice. Uh, because you know, sketches are a little bit over over exaggerated. Um, because the tongue, I'm looking at the kind of bird's eye view that LeBron took. The tongue does not look nearly as bad as the sketch does. Um, mm-hmm. But I do like how they say they divided it up. They want to take both parts of his game and they divide the shoe that way. So the back represents power with the big uh, 270 bubble, and then the front utilizes zoom and it's a little sleeker. So I, I like what they're doing, like a little lower cut than the 17. I, I don't know. I, I'm pretty excited for it. I mean, I'm a sucker though. I mean, I think just like just like you, uh, where oh, I actually found a good picture. These are actually really cool. <laughs> I'm gonna send you this video. Sorry, I got sidetracked. I was, you know, man, doing your deep dive and you, I, I accidentally found them. Dude, they're actually pretty freaking cool. I, I get excited for LeBron releases every year. Just I don't know if it's just the nostalgia of you know being a kid and just watching these new things drop, or even working at Champs and being able to unbox them like in the stock room and just like handle them. But um, yeah, dude, I think I'm gonna buy these. <laughs> Dang, LeBron, you got me again. He does that, man. That's the whole point. It's supposed to get you. Yeah, I just sent you an up close picture, and the, these are. Uh, the tongue is long, but, it, but it's disconnected. It's a disconnected tongue where it's not a, like a booty style. I am happy also they got away from the booty style. So yeah, I'm, I'm okay with this, man. And I can imagine the low being super solid. If they utilize the same materials and just drop the tongue a little bit, I can imagine this being just a dope casual and on-court shoot. Well, time will tell. I, I, I would definitely say... And this is rare. It looks better as a as a casual shoe than on the court shoe. Don't say that often, LeBron's. You don't say that at all. So only time will tell. We'll have to see what kind of additional colorways we got. But um, Minty joint is kind of fire, though. They're yeah. I mean, you're you're not wrong. Just maybe I need to marinate on them a little bit longer. <laughs> so with that said, we're at about cutoff time here. I hope everybody enjoyed listening and learning about each of the debut colorways from LeBron James's signature line with Nike. Um, I'm Robbie. You can find me at R-A-H-B-E-E 702. But make sure you follow Sneaker History. We have a Discord. We have a Patreon. We have a Twitter. We have your mom's number. No, I'm just kidding. But um, we have all this good stuff. Make sure you follow us. But uh, Mike, where can they find you? Yo, most importantly is that sneaker history. You can find me at Instagram and Twitter at MadWatcher789, on YouTube at Mike Guillory. You can find me wearing some LeBron tomorrow because, God dang it, every time we do one of these episodes, I want whatever we talk about. It's, dang. It's going to be fun. So thanks, everybody, and we hope you have a good rest of your day. Take it easy. See ya. What up, y'all? This is Nick again. First, I wanted to thank you for listening to the Sneaker History Podcast. It really means a lot that you would spend a part of your day rocking with us. Before you take off, I wanted to ask a few favors. If you're looking for more content from the Sneaker History crew, head over to patreon.com slash sneakerhistory. Our Patreon members get access to exclusive episodes of the podcast, our latest merch, giveaways, and much more. You can become a member for as little as 5 bucks a month, and it really goes a long way supporting the crew. Next, make sure you're signed up for our email newsletter. We share updates about the footwear business, some of our favorite finds and deals, and other sneaker-related news a couple times per week. 
I like to think of it as a one-stop shop for the sneaker game, or at least a work-in-progress one-stop shop for the sneaker game, if you know what I mean. Last but not least, tell someone you like their kicks today. Whether online or in person, social distancing in effect, of course, it helps make the sneaker community a better place, and you never know what conversation and opportunity might come from it. As always, we appreciate you, and we'll catch you next time. Peace. Hey, hey, Nick here again. Before you take off, I want to thank you for listening to the Sneaker History Podcast. Be sure to hop into our Discord to answer this episode's The Last Shot question and get to know our community of sneaker enthusiasts. If you'd like more insights on the trending topics in the sneaker world, I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com newsletter. And last but not least, tell someone you like their kicks today. You never know how far a simple compliment can take you, and we all know how good it feels to be on the receiving end of some appreciation. Thank you for all the support, and we will catch you on the next episode. Peace.